Welcome to The Unstoppable Singer. I'm your host, Danielle Tucker, a professional vocalist, vocal coach, and a lead singer of the Mighty Untouchables Band. I'm also the producer and host of the Pandemic Proof Singer Summit and The Unstoppable Singer. The Unstoppable Singer follows the lives of real professional singers who've made incredible achievements in their lives and careers. We cover everything from voice work, making money, booking gigs, songwriting, recording, session work, and more. If you haven't yet, hit that subscribe button so you never miss another podcast. Now on with the show. I want to introduce my awesome guest tonight. He's someone that I admire greatly. He is Leonard Patton. He is an iconic staple singer in the San Diego music community. He has recorded loads and loads of albums with countless brilliant musicians. He's very well known for he and his band's Guinness World Record for 70 performances within 24 hours. So uh, when the pandemic came along, when we first talked in July, he was in the midst of two album releases. Um, and it just doesn't seem that this pandemic has really slowed him down much. So I'm really excited to bring him on, talk to him tonight about all the cool projects he's involved with now. And we're going to highlight the Jazz Lounge tonight, too. Here he is, Mr. Leonard Patton. How are you? What's happening? How's it going? You no, know, just chilling. Yep. Just we said feeling. beforehand, we're just riffing tonight. So uh, mm -hmm. we're not on re any real agenda. So. That's right. We don't need, we don't need no stinking agenda. You know, we go, we do what we want to do. We go how we want to go. Wanna okay? go. Yeah. <laughs> so you and I talked, um, we talked in July, we caught up in October. What's been happening with you lately? What are you involved with right now? Um, what am I? Well, I, I'm, I got some gigs here and there doing some gigs. Yeah, it looks like it. <laughs> So it's that's kind of nice playing in front of people, actually. Yes. And um, that's that's fun. Um, just trying to um, trying to catch up to things. I, I, I end of last year into the beginning of this year got behind on some stuff. So trying to trying to play catch up um, with. But I but a lot of it, too, was I I got behind on things and then I. I've been getting all these projects for people, like paying projects, but getting that I'm doing from my house, like recording stuff and, mm -hmm. you know, charts and all this stuff. So, um, so then I'm doing all that and then getting behind on other stuff, but it's cool because I'm, I'm just getting some work. So, um, you know, doing that and doing live streaming and, 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 and all of that stuff. So, that's kind of the general thing. Yeah. You always look like you're so busy to me. And I'm, I'm curious to know, it seems like there's this big divide between uh, musicians and singers that I see nowadays. There's some of us that just feel like nothing's coming back. Nothing's going on. There's no opportunities. Nothing's happening. But then there's the other side of the spectrum with, you know, people like you who you've You've been busy the entire time. I mean, it seems well, like I, it seems like it. But first couple months, no, first couple no. months, I was, you know, I was actually enjoying kind of the downtime. Mm -hmm. I think, um, I think a lot of us needed a break. Yeah. Not that. I mean, when we take a break, we want it to be in our terms. Right. Not an <laughs> but, eleven month break. <laughs> but the problem is. 
a lot of us don't usually take breaks, mm. which is, you know, I, I, I think, and, and this is something that I was thinking about before the pandemic is, you know, putting, blocking out time out of my schedule ahead of time to rejuvenate, to break, whether it's, you know, one day every couple of weeks, whether it's three days every month, whether it's every three months you take five days, whatever, just taking that time. I think that we, you know, we get scared sometimes when we don't take the work um, and we're afraid to block out time. They'll never call you again. You yeah. Know. And that's not the case. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, so I, you know, I, I, I think with this whole pandemic, I've been busier lately, you know, first two months I had that downtime, mm -hmm. but I still have, I still have pockets of time. And I, I want that to be the normal thing moving forward, even as more things come about, you know, I want to do more protecting my schedule so I can you know, have family time. So I can, you know, do just, just, or do nothing time. Yeah. So. What's that done for you having extra time? Um, well, <laughs> you know, it's, it's so funny. I see all these posts about, um, I, uh, I saw this one post, uh, I don't know. I don't know if you know, Danny Weller, he lives in um, New York and he says a post. Oh, so, you know, he's an amazing bass player. It's like, Oh, so I guess all these musicians have been practicing during the pandemic, <laughs> which is not necessarily the case. I know there's some have. I actually know more musicians who've been playing, like practicing other instruments beside their own instrument mm. during the pandemic, doing new things, and which is a, a cool thing. Um, so, you know, I, I, in some ways, I feel like I've wasted some of my downtime not doing as much or not doing things I want to do or should do. But then, you know, who's to dictate that? It is what it is. You know, I mean, it's, there's no like, there's no shame. I mean, it's, it's just, it is what it is. You do what you do. Um, if you do nothing or if you do something different, that's what, that's what it's supposed to be. So I've been, I've been doing, trying to do more planning for things that I'm doing later on in the year, yeah. um, trying to, you know, uh, I guess not, not as much practicing as much as doing, uh, doing more of just like home recording and doing a bunch of that stuff. So yeah, it's, uh, I've been productive, mm -hmm. but at the same time, I'm like, man, I, I could have done this. I could do this. It, it is what it is. We can't, yeah. there's no shame. There's no regrets. Yeah. yeah. It's, there's not. And, and I think there's, I think you and I are a lot of like, we're we really, really busy people. And, and when it does come to downtime, well, maybe you're not like this. I, I really struggle with it because I, I get that like, just, I don't know, anxiety of like, all right, well, I'm going to sit down and like, 
watch TV, which is not something that I do yeah. very often. And yeah. I just, you know, it almost kind of sends me into a tailspin sometimes. So, but throughout all of this, after, you know, 11 months of a like drastically reduced schedule, I'm getting a little more comfortable with it, which yeah. is good, yeah. <laughs> you know, cool. and it, it definitely makes up for some good, like family time and everything. But, um, if anything, I think maybe I've chilled out a little bit. We'll see. We'll see when things start picking up again. I know. We don't we have no I don't think we know how we are or how we're gonna be. <laughs> I don't we think don't. we know yet. No, we don't, don't. Yeah. Um, it looks like you've had a, a couple of um live in person gigs. What are you seeing? Um what are you seeing coming back? What what do, the future or like more like Kind of like currently, what are you kind of oh, so, seeing happening? So doing some, so m most of the live stuff, I've been doing some like outside restaurants that are doing that, that, that have open patios and places like that. I'm doing, um, I'm doing this uh, uh, cabaret concert show for the California Center of the Arts. Um, a couple friends who, um, have have a theater company that we're, we're doing stuff in Temecula, but now they're kind of the main producers for pretty much all the stuff at um, California Center of the Arts. And so they, uh, the, the date is March 21st and the, it, they have kind of, they put out their little season of what they're going to do and it's all outside and it's sold out and all of them sold out in four hours. I bet. Like in a matter of, and so what I think what's happening now, and especially, especially as we're moving towards spring, mm -hmm. um, I, I think there's a heavy anticipation with people wanting to do things. Yeah. And so, so I, I, I think it's not, it's, things are slowly opening up. You know, I see different people doing different things different concerts outside, drive-in concerts. And I think places are slowly opening up. I think what's happening is there's certain places that may have closed down from before, yeah. but there's new places that are offering things. And so, yeah, it's, it's, um, it, it's, it's kind of cool. I, I think, I think you're going to see some, a, a lot more things happening and and think about this so i i talk about this you know i, I sing this song um you must believe in spring have you ever sung that song no so what a beautiful song by michelle legrand and so i did i've done this song a couple times this year and it's something i've recently been thinking about so COVID happened last year what happened before march but as far as shutdown impacting our lives, it was right around March 21st of last yeah. year. What is March 21st, the first day of spring? Mm. We lost spring. Yeah. We didn't lose the season of spring, but we lost spring. Everything we look forward to in spring for schools is spring break. Um, for a, a lot of people, there's new opportunity, new, new opportunities, newness. You know, it's the flowers blooming. It's the, the newness of, of life. Spring is like hope. And then our, our spring springs us in the summer. And usually, you know, that it's just kind of the momentum pushes us through all the way through summer. Well, we didn't 
uh, it's probably the first year ever that we didn't experience a spring like nobody did. There was nothing to do, nowhere you can go. Um, everybody's plans that they ha usually have in spring got canceled. And so, you know, this 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 uh, song talks about you must be you know you must believe in spring and love and everything that we've hoped for last year that got lost and maybe we have our doubts about whatever. I think this spring, I'm not saying it's going to be like spring of 2019 or things before, but I think that there's gonna you're gonna see a lot of things that are like okay yeah I there's still hope in what's to come. Mm -hmm. um, no matter how small or big it is, I think I think that's what you're going to see um, this spring. Um, and I, I think we have a lot to look forward to. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally agree. And I think I feel that in the air, too, for sure. I mean, things are like it's so painfully slow, but I feel the you know, the optimism is far, far greater than it was even just, you know, a month ago. I mean, we've got our schedule has been just a constant moving target. You know, we yeah. consistently had things on the schedule, but the closer they approach, you know, every day we get a call, oh, you know, we're going to have to cancel and, uh, you know, but it seems like a few of them are holding. We're actually doing a wedding this weekend. That's awesome. We're all really excited about Not the whole band. Yeah. The whole band. Yeah. 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 It'll be really Isn't that funny? So like, you know, it used to be our, our schedules were 99.9% .9 locked in. There's always something that can get canceled. We know life is life. But so when we get called for something else, you look at your calendar. No, I'm busy. Now it's like I've got this pending thing on my calendar that may get moved, but I don't want to like move. I don't want to cancel it for your thing that might be pending. Like <laughs> it, it's really hard to with our schedules, it's really hard to, to pin things down. It's like, I don't know what's this, this, this thing is 75% sure. This thing is 60% sure. What do I put in? Mm -hmm. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's definitely a whole different thing. And then also too, you know, I'm sure you've had um, canceled things or things that are postponed to later dates. Mm -hmm. um, so with, you know, my, group LP in the vinyl with Danny Green and Justin Grinnell and Julian Kentelm. We, you know, we had a bunch of out of town dates um, that were canceled or postponed. You know, we had a CD release in, in April, of course, you know, pandemic started um, and, and in Chandler, Arizona. Um, and we got, that got postponed twice. So we have all this stuff that's postponed uh, like, the end of this year and all of next year. So next year is actually going to be kind of busy, maybe possibly. But yeah, yeah it's kind of kind of crazy how how we deal with our schedules now as opposed to from before. Mm -hmm. What's up, Derek Cannon, Wayne Riker? What's up? What's up? Hey guys, <laughs> thanks for joining us. I that's such a good point because it mm. seems like for the, at least the last decade of life, my schedule was dictated by the gig schedule. It's like, that was kind of what determined what could and could not happen. I, I, I know, you know, not everybody is like this, but I, I just, 
during the summer, I didn't plan summer vacations in advance because I just never knew, you know, a vacation yeah. would happen in, you know, with two weeks notice if, I, if, if I happen to be off you know, for a weekend and now it's it's, many gigs come in in the summer, you don't, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They can fall into place at the last minute, but, um, yeah, it'll really be interesting to see how we kind of handle that, you know, going forward. And, and really now we have that. like, you look at like May and you have one thing in the middle of May, yeah. like in the <laughs> middle of nowhere. And it's like, you got to send a reminder because I got to remind myself that I have a gig in the middle of May. Right. <laughs> Where before it's like, you know, you had multiple things going on. Now it's just like that one little thing in the third week of May. And if I don't set a reminder, I might forget that I even have that gig. <laughs> I know it's so funny, and the and the um the the prep for it too is totally a different thing now. Yeah. I'm finding because it seemed like you know being busy and you know playing out all the time and you know doing your thing regularly to pick up a song or two just you know when you're in the flow it just doesn't take you that long. You kind of have your yeah. system down and your your mind is just programmed and wired to work that way. But now I find if I know I have something coming up in two weeks, I'm like putting it on the schedule, like, okay, yeah. I gotta start practicing that. Yeah. I gotta start listening to that because my little bean up here isn't functioning the way it was last year. Like no songs. Now we don't no songs anymore. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, so, it's so funny. Yep. I know too. Yeah. And speaking of songs too, it's like, it always felt like um, spring and summer is what, well, at least in the cover music, you know, realm of things. Yeah. That's kind of always what dictated too, you know, what was popular and what everybody was getting That's exciting about, and what everybody was learning and everything. And now I don't even know. I don't even know what. Yeah. You're going to, you know, you, you guys are going to have to catch up to what's going on man you put a whole new show together yeah because you're gonna you, you can't be playing i mean you can play some of the old stuff but you can't just play all the old stuff it's like uh come on that's that's so 2018 what are you exactly. playing that? it's like uptown funk is like a classic <laughs> at this classic. point that is so oh my goodness <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh oh <laughs> so what 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 do you have going on as far as projects right now that you're working on so um, I'm uh, so I got this 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 space that I, I I'm using for live streaming. It's it's called the Jazz Lounge or the Lounge. You call it the Lounge or the Jazz Lounge or LP's Lounge or LP's Jazz Lounge. It doesn't matter. Whatever you want to call it. And um, you know I've done some some live streaming stuff here and there, but I'm still in the process of making it what I want it to be. Ultimately, when things open up, it'll be both a live streaming and a live place, like a nice intimate place. Ooh. And uh, so, yeah, that's kind of um, what's going, in fact, tomorrow I got a, a live stream um, to uh, Palomar College's uh, concert hour. So um, we're, Ed Kornhauser and I are live streaming from here oh. for the, for their noon concert series. Yeah. Is this a, a like a commercial space or, or yeah. your home studio? It's, it's a commercial space. So um, it's uh, it's great. It's off of El Cajon Boulevard uh, near La Mesa. And uh, it's a uh, uh, funny thing is I got it after the pandemic started. A friend of mine, she um, 
we had talked about it for over a year, just said, I have a tenant that's, you know, going to be gone by sometime this year. And so talked about me taking it and doing something with it. Well, she, she sends me a message in April and I had to think about it. It's like, okay, we just started a pandemic. What's the, what, what, how wise, but then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to, it's going to be a, a, a streaming space and down the road when things open up, you know, it'll, I can do live things live with people. And so I took it on. I've done some, I done, I done some, some live stream concerts here. And I've also, um, working with um, Center for World Music. We've done a couple of their projects, um, virtual projects. Um, I've had somebody pretty much just take the space, rent the space for their own thing. So starting to, it's starting to, you know, kind of happen more frequently. And uh, it's very cool. I got my fiber internet here. So I was ask if that, yeah, got that, that fiber. Through. That fiber, yeah, it, it's all about that fiber. That all fiber. That fiber. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a fiber. That's a fiber. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think um, we're gonna be had an advantage. Uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe by next year, because not only will, of course, live music is gonna come back, and I think I think it's gonna come back in a pretty insane way eventually. going to come back real strong. People are going to be they're going to be nuts. They're going to be crazy yeah. hungry to throw parties and have events yep. and go out and do all yep. the things. But at the same time too, now everybody's learned how to live stream. Everybody's learned yeah. how to record out of their home, so you've kind of got um so Option. many more options now, you know. You can, and you can't get rid I think you you have to embrace and and do both. You can't just go back to, okay, I'm just gonna do live. I think I think it needs to be. In fact, I think venues need to um, do both when they do live concerts. They need yeah. to. I mean, the Lincoln Center and there's certain places that have been doing that for for years. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I watch Lincoln Center concerts. Um, I've been watching their concerts for for a number of years. So, I I think. You know, I think it's the thing where, that people have to embrace and, and maximize your reach. You know, you know, it's not just your circle of people that you know locally, but you know, maximize your reach. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, think of think of the benefit for just society in general. I mean, these are yeah. you know, you have places you know, like you said, that are, are that are streaming, and there are people in our. <laughs> you know, in our nation who would never have the opportunity to go and see, you know, an event like something like that. But now, yeah. you know, of course, nothing takes the place of actually being somewhere like that live, but, but still to be able to experience it one way or another, it just mm -hmm. really expands what's available to us. Yeah. Great opportunity. Yeah. 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 I agree. Yeah. I think it's going to drastically change the, music industry again too you know i yeah. think that just the internet in general obviously kind of revolutionized the way that the music industry works and i think just this pandemic alone is a, a huge game changer too i think some people have figured some things out too i mean what the pandemic has done is uh 
kind of put every everybody on an even plane. Yeah. Like there's, you know, there's because the famous people aren't touring, aren't doing anything. So it's like an even plane and it's kind of given some opportunities for people to do certain things. And I, I, I think that, um, I think there's, I think there's more to do while we're in this place and there's things to do as we're transitioning back into the, the norm. I think, I think now's the time to take advantage, um, of, of where we're at. We're at a good place where we're still, um, if you call it a good place, um, where we're still in the pandemic mm-hmm. and, but yet we can kind of see, have a glimpse of the future of what things are going to be. So, you know, there's things that we can do now to, to, to not just, not just further ourselves or our own careers, but really, I, I think, you know, kind of unify in the scene. I, I think, I think collectively, um, you know, we, we can be kind of this force in our community as far as, you know, the arts and music and theater too. And yeah. 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 That's, that, that's totally true. I'm talking about kind of evening the playing field. Um, something that I've thought a lot about, especially recently is like, I'm always asking the question, you know, like, how have you, how have you changed? How are you forever changed um, by what has happened? And I, I really can't even articulate an answer for myself. I'm still thinking about it. I can, you know, mention a few things that I know I've, I've definitely learned, but I haven't kind of made sense of um, the whole picture yet. But I think the biggest standout to me is just how just what a humbling experience the whole thing has been, you know, um, Mm -hmm. especially, I guess, maybe just being this far, um, in, in my career, knowing how long it took to build, um, to where, you know, I got to, and it's, it's not easy to make a living as a musician to begin with, you know, (laughs) so, you know, to make it even harder, but, um, just to, you know, find yourself in a space one day where like, uh, you know, you're, you're so out of control of what the circumstances are around you. Um, no matter how hard a worker you are, no matter how committed to, you know, your craft you are, you're just kind of in this space. Um, but then there's this odd comfort because everybody else is in this same, in the same boat as you are. Yeah. So I don't know. I I really kind of feel like just the whole experience of feeling this, uh, I don't know if it's humbleness or I don't know. It, it, it's given me a new sense of um, community and the way I want to be connected to people and just really the way I look at the people around me in general, you know, mm-hmm. it's, I think really that's one of the biggest changes that's happened in my life, you know? Yeah. And also too, like, what do you, like, as we're telling people who are looking to do this thing, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, we have to find ways to keep motivating them. We can't, we can't be negative. We can't say, well, you know, look, uh, 
good luck, you know, with, with, with all this going on. We can't, I mean, I, I think most of us have always been real, like as, as someone who teaches and educates, it's like, Hey, you know, you want to do this. It, this is not all glam. You know, there, there's a small percentage that are, that are making like really good money. So all the people you see on TV or you hear on the radio, that's, that's a small percentage. I mean, most people are, you know, working hard, you know, seven days a week to, you know, pay their rent and pay their bills. And so we, I think we've always balanced things with, hey, just understand it's, you know, you got to work hard, you work hard, pay your dues, work hard, work hard. Now it's like, you know, how do you, how do you motivate that 14 year old, 16 year old, 18 year old, you know, it's, it's a, it's a different thing. Um, and I, I think we still have to, I think now, um, I think before we, people can be, a li we can be a little more real as far as what this business is. I think now you have to kind of, we have to lift it up. We, we have to add that hope in there. Like, don't give up. It's a, it's a different time. I, I would never want to discourage somebody, um, regardless of their talent level, like to, to give up during this time. Yeah. Um, I think even more now, I think we, we have to encourage people to keep going because history tells us that every, um, every pandemic, every war, every, through everything that we've gone through, there's always been a renaissance and all things have always gotten better afterwards. That's historically true. And I'm, I'm speaking of this country, but I, you know, that you can say that with anywhere. Mm -hmm. So um, it's like, it, it's hard to know what to say, but then it's like, you know what, keep going. Just, just, just do what you're doing now. Um, and when, when the time is right, you know, those opportunities will come for you. When they come for you, jump at them and and don't don't run away. But encouraging them to work hard now, so that when those opportunities come, they'll be ready. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're so right. We're we're we are just around the corner. We're just around the corner. You know, from from great things. And and I know it's um, it is. It's hard to know you know, how to encourage, uh, you know, younger people getting into this business now, mm -hmm. because I think the way we came in and the way we built things, that's, that's gone, you know, that's, yeah. that's just not gonna, it's just not going to be the same route. But at the same time, I think there's um, so much more opportunity available now because of everything that's available on the internet now. And like you said, yeah. it's such a more, um, even play in field now. And I think, I don't know if I had to say, I think our the biggest way that we can encourage people just coming into the business is to show them with our own actions that, mm -hmm. you know, being people who already had established careers, having to take such a, you know, drastic pivot that, you know, if, if we're able to do it, yeah, <laughs> then, you know, the sky's the limit for them, you know, especially having just young and fresh minds and bodies. And exactly, you know. 
Exactly. Exactly. Right. You know, I, I wish, um, you know, the thing that I, I wish for them is like, hey, they haven't had the opportunity to go see live music, you know, this past year. But, I, you know, it's like encouraging the, hey, when you can go, go watch as many live stream performances as you can, because there's a lot of good ones. Um, and just just learn until you can get out there again. Um, yeah, it's because that's I, I always tell people like the one of the best ways we can learn besides our practice and spending time in the sheds is going to see uh, live performances. And, um, you know, I tell people it's like, look, um, you know, you go see live live music. OK if you you go see a singer you love or a guitarist you love talk to them you know ask them questions you know hang out find out where they're playing um and and go follow them around and they can't really follow them around but you can follow them around yeah virtually now you you can so follow them and 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 support and 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 learn and and, and learn from what we've experienced before and what we've experienced this past year, take that with you and become even better, mm -hmm. uh, become a better musician, be, be better prepared to handle whatever comes. Um, you know, that's, that's really what it's about. Yeah, it really is. What's, yeah, up, Tim I, Moore? <laughs> what's that? I said, I was saying, what's up, Tim Moore? Hey, Tim. Hey, Tim. Speaking of Tim um, and, you know, online opportunities, Tim hosts a weekly cabaret show online. Yeah. yeah and so I know a lot of um, locals are involved in that. And so, Tim, feel free to um, drop a link in the chat if you'd like to. Hey, Tim, you know, what's happening? Yeah. You know, I was going to add, too, to that, that... Um, it's an opportunity for for them, but I think it's also an opportunity for us too, because, you know, we have this younger generation coming up that is, um, you know, so well equipped in technology and so fluent in those things. And, mm -hmm. and you know, it's a great opportunity for us to open up and, you know, be willing to learn um, from them and, and just, mm -hmm. you know, kind of explore that different side of life instead of, I think it's very easy to get to a certain point in your career and just feel like, you know, maybe you, you know, enough, you've learned enough and, uh, you know, you're good, <laughs> you're good where you're at, you're happy and satisfied. But, um, I think if we can kind of lay that down and, uh, you know, be willing to, you know, move into new spaces and everything, that'll be the thing that'll kind of keep us going and keep us happy ultimately. So it probably is a very great opportunity for us. Yeah. And I think too, that, you know, I look for the opportunity to play with all my friends again. You know, there's, it's like, I, I've, you know, in, the, in this past year, you know, post February of last year, um, you know, I've played with, you know, a small amount of people. Mm -hmm. And it's like, man, I, it's not, it doesn't seem right. Like, I just, I just want to, get in a room or getting us on a stage and just play with all these, you know, all these people again. Yeah, I know. We need to have like a big gigantic 
music fest in San Diego or oh, LA. You know, you know there's gonna be some stuff. I you you know, don't you know it's it's going to be yeah, I, I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. It will it'll be so fun to see everybody again. Uh oh, Tim is saying he plugs us both every chance he gets. Thank you so much for that. Yay. You're awesome. Appreciate that. <laughs> Hey, so um, during all of this, have you gotten into anything new, kind of like project-wise or even music that um, you never would have expected you would find interest in or maybe like rediscovered some music or just even other hobbies in general? Well, I mean, I'm always dis rediscovering new music or things that I didn't forgot about or didn't listen to much. So that, that's kind of always a, a part of what I do, but I'm, I'm trying to, um, well, for one thing, I've, I'm working on a musical. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. And it's not a new, this, this has been a, an ongoing kind of thing for the past eight years or so, but um, I'm, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm trying to trying to get it done and, and finished um, sometime this year. Um, yeah. So that's kind of one of my one of my projects. Um, yeah, um, as far as other new things, I, it's not too many. I can't think of. I mean, new would be just dabbling in different instruments, and I think most of us have, you know to some extent have been doing that or try to do that. Um, yeah, just, just trying to, trying to look around different musical corners that I've never really looked around and just trying to peek, peek in different directions and um, trying to see what the next project's gonna be. And, you know, mm -hmm. that's really what, where, where, where I'm at. Um, as far as that, I'm, you know, a lot of actually what I've been doing is kind of really into the technology of things and, mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, kind of like, for instance, like, you know, there's all these different ways you can stream, um, you know, people stream to Facebook, YouTube, blah, blah, blah. Um, uh, by the way, I, you know, I, 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 I approve of StreamYard over the Zoom um, yes, I know. I love it. <laughs> I, I, I approve of that. Um, but just different ways to stream. Just like um, you know, you know, I've been streaming. I've been I've been doing some of my streams directly to my website, like just directly to with this own chat. Um, okay. And uh, you know, it's kind of with that. There's a lot of flexibility when when they're on your website. There's a lot of things you can do. Um, there's a lot of it's it's actually kind of uh, with branding and things. There's a lot of things you can do. So I've been I've been just discovering um, working with the technology of things. Um, one of the things I'm one of the things I'm working on is is trying to. Um, um, so I, I so OK, just, you know, Jacob Collier, right? Yeah. So yeah. so he he did this. Um, tiny desk at home this was a, a three or four months ago five months i don't know um and it was uh basically just like four of him playing in a room mm -hmm. at the same time and i'm like okay that's cool i'm gonna 
I'm going to figure out how to, you know, put m multiple of me on the, on the, um, on this thing. And so I was able to accomplish that in a, in a video. I, I, at least, I don't know if that's how he did it, but I was able to figure it out. But now I'm trying to figure out how to make it where it's like both recorded video and live and you can't tell. I'm trying to, I'm, I'm working on it. Yeah, I'm kind of doing this. I'm kind of working on, on this thing that hopefully soon I'm going to like live stream from my, from the, the jazz lounge. I'm just trying to work out the technical aspects of this crazy idea. Okay, so it's partially pre-recorded, partially live. At the same time, but it's got to like the way it's it's uh, you know, it's it, there's there's some different things you've got to work out to make sure that the syncing of it and and all that stuff, and of course, like you have to have you know consistent lighting. You can't like you can't if you if if you record in the day and you have daylight coming through. And then you do part of it at night, and that doesn't work. So you have to have the same lighting, same. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a thing, but it's fun to try to figure out. Okay, yeah, because you've got to, or is the idea that you're trying to give the appearance that it's all happening? Yeah, okay. yeah, and it's like, but I, you know, I would uh, like I the, my main vocal is live, and you know, we're all live, mm -hmm. but. Um, it's kind of it's fun. Those are those type of things are fun to try to do and accomplish. Yeah. Ooh, or silly. Cool. I don't know. <laughs> fun or silly. I feel like next week I'll I'll see it. I'll see you streaming it on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll see. I'm 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 getting getting close, getting close. Yeah, yeah. I saw that you did a um a Louis Armstrong and Ella Fitzgerald uh, tribute um, yes. a couple weeks ago. Yeah. How was, um, what was the technology behind that? Because like you said, it looked like uh, um, you and Rebecca were singing live together, but was it pre-recorded or? We, no, that was all live. That's at Peter's, that was at Peter's studio. Oh, okay. So you were so, all literally there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, so yeah, it was, that's, the, the beautiful thing about his studio is everybody can be in their own space and and um you know peter is running audio he's got somebody running the switcher you know he's got the different cameras set duncan's in a different shed that was been turned into a drum room um justin is upstairs and um so it's kind of cool it's it's very cool and um you know they've got it down to a t but this 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 is the thirteenth year that we've done that tribute, but we first year that we streamed it because this is normally we normally do it at Dizzy's um, every year. So we're like we gotta figure out and do it. So we did it. Wow! And how do you communicate as an ensemble like that? You uh, so it's so he put he put monitor for for to drums to see duncan so we can kind of okay. you know with cues but um and then where like where i like where i was i can see piano um in the other room but it's 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 a different thing you kind of just have to sense it 
Sometimes you can you speak out loud a little more, you know, like you're coming to the end if you need to speak. Um, obviously, when 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 you're on a stage live, you don't always have to say a word. I mean, you do hand cues that everybody sees or you turn around and look at everybody because everybody's right there. You can't turn around and look at people and people aren't going to see your hand cues. So you have to either be verbal or we just kind of feel it or you just we you know, we give it to Duncan. It's like, Duncan, when you do this, this, you know, we're going to know that we're at the end. Um, so it's and it and it just works. It's just using your ears and, and you listen and, and it just kind of works out. Interesting. That's cool. That's really cool. Yeah, he seems like he's got um, a lot of really great things coming yeah. out of his place. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. And you did um, you did a celebration of love songs too with was that with the Lambs players? Yeah. So I've done I've did I did actually two different I did one with Lambs players mm-hmm. and then one with Signet Theater. So okay. Was two it different Valentine's specials? Yeah, yeah. So it was like, you know, and, and that's part of <laughs> all these projects that I had, you know. All, but basically, a lot of this was like January, me, and and having to get my videos done for the one and the other and, you know, going past the, the deadline that they told me. <laughs> just trying to, because, you know, there's just a, a, a lot, lot going on. Um, you know, I had, I had videos for um, this jazz fest that I'm a part of, this virtual jazz fest, and so I had videos for that. So it's like all these different recording and video that I had to do. And, and but yeah, that was um, the Lamps Players and Signet Theater, mm-hmm. two different things. Very cool. See, I'm telling you, you do. You have a lot going on. <laughs> well, here's but you know, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. So, in rewind, pat, rewind pre-pandemic, if I was doing the Cabaret for Lambs, the love songs, we might have a rehearsal and then we have a performance. No big deal. That's normal, okay? Rehearsal and, and you know, each of us are doing like two, three songs. So, it's not like, you know, my, my, my portion of the rehearsal is like, 20 minutes, you know, mm-hmm. um, uh, if I'm doing a whole concert, you know, for, if it's a band, you know, we're rehearsing a couple hours, few hours, and then mm-hmm. you do, you do the performance. And now it's just like, you're putting, you're putting together videos and you're editing and you're doing all this stuff and it takes more time. Yeah. It's just, all of it takes more time. So when you're doing three or four of those, it's not just um, learning, learn two songs. Okay. Look, you know, learn a couple songs. It's like, no, I gotta like spend time and you got to set it up. You got to set up with the lighting, make sure your lighting is good. Make sure your, you know, your, your camera, you're starting over, you know, it's, it, it, it's a whole thing that, that takes time. Um, and, and, and for anybody who's, you know, been, been teaching and doing, like virtual choirs or ensembles, you know. I did, you know, part. Of, I, I teach at the jazz camp every year with uh, Derek Cannon and and all these people for Francis Parker. And this past summer, it was all virtual, so we had virtual ensembles. So, you know, it's like getting all the kids' stuff and then editing it, 
man, because you got to line up the timing. You got it's not it's it's the whole deal that takes some time. Yeah. So it it's part of the part of the busy. You know, I would say I would say probably forty percent of my busy right now. I don't know. It could be more or less, but it is is that time that you spend to to edit and put things together. Um, which is fun. I'm not complaining, but that's, it's, uh, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, that is, that's so true. I, <laughs> funny you mentioned that I have, I have two different re recording projects that are due ish right now. And I decided <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to do, do them all on Sunday because that's the one day I can have a quiet house. But the whole office has to be set up. All the lighting has to be staged. All the recording equipment has to be dragged out. I'll have to do every, it's because it is video and recording at the same time. It has to be completed on a perfect take each time. Yeah, or the rest, you got to do it over. You got to start over. I'll do each one uh, many times. I think it's like six songs or something in, in one day. Then... That oh, then don't getting... forget you got to go like depending on if you're if you're recording. What are you recording on, like your phone or? Uh, I'm recording on Logic. Oh, Logic. On my, okay. on my laptop. Yeah. Good. Okay. What about the video though? I usually will. I'll take two or three of my devices and set yeah. them up and Good. and have at least three different. You know. <laughs> so then you 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 always have to make sure that you have plenty of space beforehand. Yeah. Plenty of space. You know, if you've got, if one of your devices, you're like, oh man, I don't have that, you know, as much space as this device. Yes. You gotta go and like delete. And, you know, there's, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a process. I mean, if you're spending hours trying to get everything right, at some point you're gonna have to go, okay, I need to stop and just delete this, these ones that aren't working and, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's a whole, gosh. It is. It's a whole crazy process. And then, inevitably some you forget to push record on one of the devices at least perfect take, the perfect it was a perfect take too right <laughs> oh my gosh yeah yeah and then all of the, the mixing and then the syncing of the video and the yeah. audio together all the things but several of these songs i'm doing with uh Mark Fulton and he's going to, yeah. you know, he's going to mix everything. So cool. I'm thinking I'll take all of the other things that have to be mixed from the project and, and include those and see if yeah. he notices. <laughs> maybe, yeah. Maybe he'll just mix them all for me. <laughs> well, you know, and one of the things I do, so like all, all the projects that I had to do over the past month, month and a half. Um, so, so some of them were like, final products that I had to send in. And then um, like some, they'll final mix the audio and, and the video. And I try to, I know what it takes. I try to make it as easy as possible for them on the other side. Yeah. So I'll I'll clean my audio, you know, I'll send them a dry, you know, dry vocal, but I'll, I wanna make sure that what they what they get you know, if they're going to be the ones syncing the audio and video, I want to make sure I, you know, do my claps and do all this stuff and make it easy for them so they can just drag it in, line it up and hardly spend time. I, I don't um, I, I don't I know what it takes and I know when they're working with multiple people, it's like 
man, I want to I want to make it as easy as possible for for them because I I totally get it. Yeah, it is it is a process that is for sure. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh! So um, you were saying uh, we were talking about like new projects and stuff, and and had you gotten into like any you know new hobbies and everything. But when it comes to music, you said you're always kind of, uh, you know, exploring new music, but what's something that you've landed on recently that you're really excited about that you've discovered? Well, I'm, you know, it's, it's not, it's not necessarily one thing, you know, it's, it's discovering a new artist. It's, um, um, it, it a lot of it is listening to, like old things, listening to, um, you know, certain artists that my kids are listening to that I'm like, okay, checking them out. And, and so now like, I'm, I'm thinking about how, how do I have some fun? Um, you know, one of the things is going back to Jacob Collier, um, mm -hmm. is, you know, he's an easy person to talk about <laughs> for hours. <laughs> we, we can just transition and just really talk about him for, you know, we, we, we get lost with time. Um, but, you know, one of the things he's been doing is, you know, collaborating with these pop artists mm -hmm. and yeah. doing these cool things. I'm like, yeah, you know, that's, I want to, uh, you know, he can, he can take the pop artists, you know, and, and let, allow them to do their thing, but he does his thing underneath them and beds his, stamp and it this this thing comes out really unique and cool um and so because finding ways to do more of that not like him uh, but like my own way just how do i you know just fuse different things together and 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 trying to um just see what works and what you know um, not necessarily trying to say this is the style it's going to be, but, you know, you take, you know, taking whatever my, my flavors, whether it's my jazz flavors or funk or whatever it is and fuse it with something just cool or odd. And I, 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 I like, I've always liked that type of stuff. So I think a lot, I'm just trying to listen to new different things and trying to figure out, you know, some cool ideas that I can mm -hmm. use um, for for myself for different different collaborations you know I, I I'm, I'm you know I'm one of the things I want to do is um just have kind of do these like layered du duets where it's like you know we perform live but we have these layers underneath it's just us two doing these different things and you know, just stuff like that, you know, that's kind of, um, that's kind of where I'm at. And then going back to old songs and old meaning like in anything old, old is like, old is, punk. yeah, <laughs> exactly. Old is not necessarily, uh, you know, 50 years ago. I mean, yeah. it could be. And just reimagining songs. I like to reimagine things. Uh, you know, I, I like, um, I like taking an old standard and, and, and putting like a new modern groove to it um, or, or vice versa, you know, and just, just re reshifting, re reshaping, reimagining 
songs the way they were played. And I, I, that's always fun to do. Yeah, that's so cool. I love that. I, you know, two of my favorite shows um, in the past have been, um, do you remember a show? It was called, I think it was called Crossroads. And I, yeah. it may have been, yeah, yeah. it may have been CMT that put it out yeah. where they'd have a major like country artist yep. that would play with like a rock artist or pop yeah. artist or anything. Yep. And they would, you know, they'd do a concert and they'd play each other's songs yep. um, together. Love that. I always thought that was the coolest, you know, concept. And you always hear, you know, you always get to hear them put this different spin on it. Yeah. And also, um, is it Daryl's house or? Live at Daryl's house. I knew you were going to say that. I, I, I was like, she's going to say it. She's going to say it. Yep. I love it. I yeah. love, I love, I love that. that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I love um, the idea of, you know, reimagining some old stuff. But one thing that popped into my head that I don't like is, I noticed recently that James Ingram put together this album of his older, you know, timeless hits yeah. and he calls them the new version yeah. and, and he doesn't change them very much. You know, it's just him. I'm just thinking, you know, a couple, several years down the road, just, you know, re-singing them. Yeah. And um, I really wasn't happy about that at all. <laughs> Because it because it was the same. It was. I don't know. I just think there are some some things that don't need changing, especially yeah. if it's your own material. Like yeah. I just, I'll forever love the way that he did them in the first place. Yeah. And I, you know, maybe I'd rather hear him reimagine somebody else's song. But you know, I you know, mean, maybe, everything... maybe it depends on how they're done. Because I, I, I like. I like when, you know, you have a band, um, you know, a rock band, and then you hear their stripped down acoustic versions of their songs. That's cool. I, I, I love when you can just strip everything away and just play the song and just hear a different thing. I know what you mean. It's like, it's almost like you're trying too hard to make it something different. It's like, well, yeah, yeah don't, don't, don't try too hard. Um, but then I, I, I really dug, um, I don't know if you ever heard um, Lionel Richie's country album. Oh, yeah. yeah. With all of his songs, but done as country tunes. And they all are great because, and, and it's him collaborating, each song collaborating with a different, uh, you know, uh, country artist or, or band. And it was, I loved it because his, you never thought about it, but his songs kind of lend themselves to that. A lot of them. They, they, they had the country in them to begin with. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, okay. This just totally. works. Exactly. Yeah. yeah like, uh, sail on. Yeah. When you hear yeah. that song, it's, yeah. I mean, it's a country song. <laughs> sail on down the line, about a half a mile or so. And exactly. I really want to know. Where you going? Come on now. Come on. Come on. Come on. That's my Let, let me song. clarify though about James Ingram. I love him. And oh yeah. The project is great. It's beautiful. It's yeah. it's it's wonderful. But but it was, it was just kind of like it was kind of like the same, maybe some different keyboard patches here yeah. and there. But I don't yeah. know. It didn't settle well with me. But yeah, um, I, I understand. No, no negativity towards James Ingram for sure. So sure. Yeah. Sure. Oh, Tim put a comment saying Leonard could be San Diego's postmodern jukebox. Yes, that would be very cool. Yeah, that's <laughs> another great example of that for sure. Yeah. 
Those modern thoughts, they're those they're they're good. I like them. Oh man, there's so there's such great talent out there. Yeah. And it's been cool. It's been cool to have a little bit of downtime and and you know, really be able to listen and pay attention to some things other than what you um have to learn, you know, for your yeah, own time. Right. I know. I know. Yeah. It's like uh, I don't have time. I gotta learn twelve new tunes in a week and a half. Yeah. <laughs> while I'm doing all this other stuff. So yeah, yeah. I know. I really I think that has been a huge joy for me throughout all of this is um while I always enjoy, you know, learning music and and everything, but just having the time to, you know, find new artists and uh, you know, and just re-listen to old stuff and um, more than ever, you know, I'm playing music in the house, in my office, you know, while I'm out walking or whatever, mm -hmm. constantly. And that has just been, uh, you know, I don't know. I love it. It's, it's been so fun. It's, to be able to do yeah. That. It's, uh, you have time. Yeah. Your, it's, your brain has time yeah. to, to, to do this stuff. You know, I think there are times in the past that our brain didn't have time. It's like, I, I have to focus on this thing because I, because I'm, I'm teaching and then I got to go, go to this rehearsal, driving across town for this other rehearsal. Then I got a gig at night, then the next day. So I really, in the next four days, I only have really about two hours of spare time to do what I need to do. And, and. Meantime, those driving times, those times that you're in traffic are the times where you're learning those stuff because it, it's it, that's your practice time. <laughs> it's like I'm driving from North County to, you know, whatever, East County and, and I'm and during traffic time and I'm going to be on the road for a while. And so, uh, yeah, but now it's just like, you know, we can we can just relax and. Enjoy. And enjoy a little more. Listen, listen to other people. We couldn't. We never had time to go to a lot of our friends' gigs as we were working. Now I'm just like, I'm catching people's streams. I'm just like, oh, cool. Yeah. All right. I'm I'm listening to their streams. Like, yep. yeah, this is it's awesome. It's great. That's one of my favorite things. When I'm cooking dinner, I I normally always cook dinner every night, and I love it when someone in town has a live stream going during that time, I can like hook it up to my Bluetooth speaker in the kitchen and just, I love that so much. Yeah. Yeah. What's happening. That's always really, really fun. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Leonard, it was so great to talk to you again. Thank you so much for doing this. Um, I totally failed to copy and paste your links in the um, comments, oh, but I'm going to do that. Good. So everybody knows where good. to go, but where do you want everyone to go to check you out? Um, well, they can go. Um, so I have obviously find my, me on Facebook, my Instagram at Lenju Music, L E N J U Music. Um, I'm current. My, there's my website, which I'm currently revamping and updating, but it's LeonardPattonMusic.com. And then um, also. Um, for future um, things at the Jazz Lounge, you can go to thejazzlounge.live. And so all the new things that are, will be happening will be be there. And most often, you know, sometimes I'll be streaming in multiple places and there's sometimes I'll be just 
streaming directly from the from the jazz lounge but check it out um uh, or just you know yeah and if you i'm uh i i like you know i like going to different restaurants Thanks so much for joining us. If you love this conversation as much as I did and would like to help support the podcast, please subscribe and leave a rating and review. To stay up to date with The Unstoppable Singer and get all the behind the scenes content, you can follow me on Instagram at Unstoppable Singer. And while you're there, please share this episode on your Instagram stories and tag me at Unstoppable Singer. Once again, I'm Danielle Tucker, a professional singer and vocal coach. I've spent the last 25 years crafting a successful career for myself in the music industry and showing other aspiring singers how to do the same. The world needs your voice now more than ever. So get out there and create an unstoppable career. Thanks so much for joining.